Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. This is John. And I just wanted to start off with a little bit of an apology. Um, I know I told y'all that I would do one of these every morning, Monday to Friday. Uh, I lied. Uh, I didn't do one for yesterday. So for those of y'all that don't know, um, April 14th is a tough day for me. Um, It's the anniversary of my brother's death. Uh, Five years ago, he suddenly passed away and he left behind, you know, a wife and three young kids. So uh, there's just something about that day. Nothing really works right for me. I'm always out of it. You know, I woke up with a headache and just kind of felt tired all day. And um, death just kind of does that to you. Right. Uh, One of the things that's most strange about death is that death uh, doesn't have an expiration date. So the feelings that we have uh, are just as fresh five years later as they were straight out the oven. Um, One of the thing about this lockdown that we're starting to see is that the food in my house that would expire uh, doesn't because it's being consumed so quickly, right? We used to have to freeze bread, but uh, I've had so many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, in the past month. It's driving me crazy, right? So all food has an expiration date. Even non-perishable items eventually perish, right? They just do so a lot later in the future. At some point, those green beans uh, aren't going to be consumable. At some point, that hamburger helper is not going to look like it did on the box. Uh, But death isn't like that, right? The funny thing about death or the strange thing uh, is that there's not an expiration date. As each year goes on, each year brings new memories, but... Um, It also brings new reasons for you to mourn, right? My brother Sam won't get to meet Ava and watch her grow or celebrate her, like, growing infatuation with basketball. All the new joys that you wish you could share with loved ones uh, have been lost in what it seems like forever and finally. uh, But that's not the case at all, right? One thing that we have to remember and remind ourselves is that death isn't final. Death is just the opening act. Uh, Have you ever been to a concert where you get there early because you want to get a good seat? Uh, But the one thing that you know is that when you get there early, you have to endure the opening acts, right? You you remind yourself they're not going to be on stage forever. Eventually, the curtain's going to shut on them. uh, And what you're going to see is that the person that you really came to see They're going to come out from behind the curtain and they're going to be able to use the full stage and all the lights and stuff uh, that the opening act couldn't use. Their performance is going to be more glorious than what came before Uh, in a world where we constantly face death. We have to remember that death and resurrection are a package deal, right? They come together, but resurrection in the new life, the hope of that is the lead singer, uh, Here's what I mean by that. Uh, Yesterday was the five-year anniversary of my brother dying, Uh, but in God's kindness, it was also another special anniversary. Now, you see, three years ago, uh, my wife and I were in the NICU with my daughter that was born premature, and April 14th landed on a good Friday. And so I was holding her in the morning, reading a chapter of J.I. Packer's book to her on adoption about how we're adopted as God's children. And just, you know, when she's a baby, just trying to get that into her, that this is a good thing. 
Um, and at this point, a little over a week after she was born, uh, she was on a ventilator, still wasn't breathing on her own. So get this picture in your mind. I've got this three and a half pound baby girl with tubes in her nose to feed her, a ventilator in her mouth to help her breathe. And she can only come out of the incubator that she's in for two hours a day. And that's for us to be able to hold her and to get some skin to skin time with her. And so I'm sitting here, I'm reflecting on my brother's death. I'm thinking about the death of my savior, Jesus, on that good Friday. And death is just overwhelming me. And before I know it, the doctor comes through and he says, "Uh, John, today's the day that your daughter's going to breathe on her own. And before I knew it, without my permission, uh, he whisks her out of my hands. And y'all, within seconds, he places her back in my arms. No ventilator. She's breathing on her own. So the day that my brother Sam took his final breath, the day that my savior took his last breaths here on earth, my daughter took her first unassisted. ones. And that's just something that I can never unpair. Right. My sister called me yesterday morning um, and she, It was funny because I know it was on her mind, but she was with all of her kids and she didn't even mention Sam's death, but she called in and said, I want to celebrate Ava's life. It's the three year anniversary of the day that she took breath uh, on her own. And so forever, as long as I live, I think April 14th is going to be God's great kindness to me to remind me of that truth. Um, that on the day that I've experienced to date the one death um, on earth that has impacted me more than anything else, I'll never be able to think of that event in isolation. Death and life are forever bound. He's gone. He's with the Lord. I'll see him one day. She is alive and well and active here in lockdown. And when I say active, I mean anybody that's uh, quarantined themselves and uh, wants to hang out with a three-year-old. Like she's She is uh, alive and well. And so I say all of that this morning as you find yourself headed into a new normal to remind people of that truth, right? I imagine in the months to come, Uh, You'll know more people who need to hear about this truth. So load up on it today. Death and resurrection is a package uh, deal. Here's a few things that you can do, just ways that you can think of this. Um, Don't just call your friends on their birthdays. Call them on the anniversaries of their loved ones' deaths. Um, I have a few friends who for the past uh, five years, it's been like clockwork. Here's a text that I got Monday, April 13th from my friend Garrett. And he said this, um, I know tomorrow is a very difficult day, uh, for you and your family praying for you as you continue to grieve your brother's death. Come Lord, take us home. Love you, man. Uh, my friend Matt yesterday, uh, texted me this. He said this, Hey friend, uh, thoughts of you praying for you today as you miss Sam. Can't believe it's been five years. Love you very much, John. And uh, one of the things that both of them do, as long with so many other folks in my life, 
is this don't just call folks and let them know that uh, you, uh, they're on your uh, mind and your heart, uh, but just kind of take death as a trigger and remind of what it uh, remind yourself and others of what it points to. Right. Every time death is mentioned, we mention the resurrection. It's a package deal. The resurrection, it doesn't um, erase the grief that we have right now, but it does uh, rearrange or shape how we view it. Whenever Jesus is nearing his death in any of the Gospels, uh, he never talks about his death without talking about the resurrection, because he knows that death is not final. It's not the end. It's merely the opening act for something much better, much more glorious. Uh, death seems like it has a finality to it. As long as we're here in this world, um, it doesn't have an expiration date. But the good news is that this world is in our home. Better days are coming. Our Savior has risen. We get to participate in that. So it changes the way that you and I think of death. Death is not the lead singer. Uh, Death is the opening act, the background vocalist. Uh, remind one another of these words as we walk through this new normal. Y'all have a great day. Love you.